Jacquard. Mm-hmm. This is Rebecca Guerra. That is Amy Cooey. And together, we're Bex and Coo. Bex and Coo. Uh, we're going to be talking about documentaries uh, when you are listening to our show, because we enjoy documentaries. We like facts. Yeah. And Truth people. And facts. Real and stories. Told in a good way. Yeah. Something that it, someone is not going to try and convince me how to feel, mm-hmm. but just provide information for me to decide I like or I don't like. Like a fourth grade science project. <laughs> no? Yes. No, I don't yeah. know. I just yeah. thought of I Hey, Let's I was all on the science just project game. Present the facts, man. I won third in state, baby. I did not win anything. Really? I was, yeah, I was anticipated and expected to win, but I lost mm. terribly. How light affects an aquarium. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mine was, what is gravity? <laughs> <laughs> and the teacher was like, Rebecca, what is gravity? You haven't defined it yet. And I said, hold on, please. Let me consult my notes. And I flipped through the textbook and I gave the answer and I bombed. Anyway, well, you know. The next year, I, I wouldn't have watched that doc. That wouldn't have been a good doc. The next year, I froze a goldfish and brought it back to life. And my vice principal <laughs> put my project in the closet and tried to claim animal torture. And my mom got really mad. She's like, why would you put that baby's project in a closet? <laughs> anyway. Why'd, so, you, why'd you freeze That's it? why I'm not a scientist. Because they put my project in a closet. But I did freeze a goldfish and bring it back to life. It was already dead? No, no. He was alive. And I froze him, and I brought him back to life. Like a champ. Like a fourth grade champ. More on that later. Yeah. Oh my God. Cryogenics, baby. Cryogenics. It's the way to go. Oh. Walt Disney, am I right? Yeah. His, that's, his head's frozen. That's he hopes what it that works. About. I used a pool thermometer <laughs> to measure the water. Where did anyway. you get this idea? My mother. Hardy. Yeah, Hardy's hardcore. Oh, uh, speaking of hardcore, it seems <laughs> like that generation of women would be put through anything. Yeah. Like, I don't know, splashing lie into your face. Yeah. And this is the time to tell you that this is <laughs> completely a spoiler podcast. If you had any intentions of watching Crazy Love ever in your life and you want to listen to this first you are making a very wrong decision because we are going to talk about it way too much a lot of people already know about it yeah the story the fortunate people know about it if you don't know about it (laughs) stop listening to this immediately go look it up uh it was on netflix but netflix is fickle so maybe google it but crazy love is the title and that's the only thing you should google is crazy love watch and crazy how love. to watch yes, it. Yes, exactly. Don't Google the story. Don't Google no, anything. No. Because you want to make if, sure if this you already is fresh. Know, if you already know the story just from looking at the pictures, then I guess you're also fortunate. So you can keep listening. But if you don't know anything about the people in it or what it's about, stop it. Go watch it. Come back. Well, no. I would actually would, would... I'm going to give an invitation to those mm-hmm. out there that are like, I don't like to sit sit. And watch things. I think Amy documentaries are boring. So we can possibly give them to you in a more delightful vessel. All right. Filtered through us. That's fair. Yeah. I, I mean, like watching all of the things. I'm not going to sit little... and watch all the heart Harry Potters. <laughs> <laughs> doing that. Let alone read them. Uh, no, I don't. I, yeah, I draw the suckers. line. I draw the line at Harry Potter. Um, I've seen them, but I definitely would watch Crazy well, Love any day. And this is where this kind of stinks because 
I also am not going to be able to provide you any names whatsoever. <laughs> I don't even remember this woman's name. But well, no, that's good. We shouldn't give her name. Yeah, We're let's not give her let's name. let's protect her privacy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, it's not a funny story at all. So essentially, this documentary got got me uh, right off the bat. Well, first, actually, a little bit of the backstory is mm-hmm. that I received a text from Rebecca that said, <laughs> "Watch Crazy Love, Google nothing." I was like, what? At approximately 4.17 in the morning. It was so late. Because that's when I do most of my dog watching. <laughs> right. I don't know about y'all, but um, I, you know, when you can't sleep and you're like, oh, I don't want to watch Friends again. And I just want some truth. And, and so you, you look up maybe what's the weirdest thing that I could watch on Netflix or what's the creepiest thing. And then you watch a bunch of... You know, and wearing rubber you, masks and yeah. you're totally disappointed. <laughs> no, that was not a disappointment. I was kind of disappointed. Um, no, but you, you maybe watch like the little shorts first because you're trying mm-hmm. to sleep. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, a lot of the shorts are just like, there may be some facts in there, some rumors in there, but it, it's still like very sensationalized and not shot very well. And, and if there's, you know, if there's a, a voiceover, it's like, and then the man like that kind of thing i hate that and then and then the subtitles at the bottom are spelled wrong or they use like papyrus font <laughs> who are you Vito. <laughs> you're 17 not, seconds you're not in. travis no, from 1997 aim conversations with me that i thought like it was going somewhere and then you got married to someone else like mm. that's a whole other yeah gosh <laughs> i went to He's somebody not specific by. Um, so yeah, so I, I, I start down the road of looking at little tiny snippets of things and then I'm like, Mm -hmm. let me just look up an actual good doc. And that was at the top of like two lists. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as I started watching it, I wish I was with Amy watching it, but then I couldn't (laughs) stop. And then I was just like, no, all caps, Amy must watch this. Yeah. And I, true to me. Becca tells me to do something, I did it. I dropped everything I was doing. It was like, okay. Better. Start watching it immediately, live texting her back, like, what is happening? I pick my documentaries based off of the, the what do you, look, we're going to discover along this way that I don't know a lot of ways to say things. No, I like the way what you What are those little pictures? What are they, like icons? Oh, just a little, like, uh, the Netflix, like, Thumbnails? Thumbnails, kind of, yeah. I don't know. They changed the them, art. Yeah. I like picking documentaries off of that, which makes me kind of feel upset because sometimes the artwork is not very good and you miss out on something. Yeah. But this one has pretty good artwork. It does. It does. It, does. it, it, it just draws very you quick. In. It's a photograph, mm-hmm. but it's very quick. And the I think the, the opening titles, they're a little, I mean, you know, it's called Crazy Love, so they look a little silly, but it's just like block letters and I think like on its side or something just to be different. Um, yeah, I don't even know. I think I might have seen that first and actually I was put off by it. So we might be attracted to different like mm-hmm. things in that sense. Oh, we don't have the same taste. <sighs> Go figure not. I don't know. Um, I mean, I love Harry Potter. Well, one, one thing that I love is that <laughs> watching it separately, we had our different moments that we freaked out about, I'm sure. But my favorite moment watching it together was the fact that Becca, and if you have watched this, you're going to think that this is funny. Becca did not realize that this woman's eyes were closed underneath her cat eye, Julie Newmar, I'm Catwoman from Batman 1966 sunglasses. The like that, sunglasses. It, Right away, I was like, why is that lady's eyes closed? I'm like the kid that ruins the secret at the surprise birthday party where it's just like the Aunt Nana 
or <laughs> not Aunt Nana, but you know, whoever's surprising. You would have an Aunt Nana if anyone like, had one. Aunt Nana's almost here. She's in the hallway and she's like, well, I guess I'm getting surprised. <laughs> and then just pretends to be surprised when she walks in. No, like, yeah, so her eyes are closed. So that's immediately the first hint that I get that something's messed up. To be fair, I initially watched this and I, I love that you were like, yeah, you, you told me in live time what your feelings were. And then we watched it together and again, relearning what you felt. Um, I watched it by myself, propped up on my bed at, you know, three, four in the morning. Mm-hmm. And as I was watching it, I, I, I have to tell you, I don't have a television in my room and it's not because I'm above it. It's just because I can't afford it. So my phone, which at the time was not as broken as it is now, but it was pretty <laughs> broken. Um, just from, you know, dancing it up at the holiday club and whatnot. And I dropped it down a couple flights of stairs. But anywho, uh, so I'm watching it on this like really cracked screen. So the fact that I didn't notice her eyes, do not take that, listeners, as a sign that I don't pay attention to detail because I do. It was just a fact of like not watching it on a smart TV. Well, that's when you watch so it on a smart TV. It's definitely the intention of the filmmakers, I think, to show you that this woman is wearing sunglasses. Again, Julie Newmar cat eye sunglasses like you've never seen shaped like the tail end of the batmobile just pointy (laughs) gorgeously encrusted gemstone yes rhinestones and like a little drop down like what are those like the things that go on your ears like it's like drop down underneath oh yeah i don't know but yeah anyway she's perfect she's perfect she's wearing a choker her wig is on point i'm gonna that's a wig right i mean i'm pretty sure that's it's not the kind of spoilers we're trying to, to do here. I'm sorry. We support any woman that chooses to wear a wig or oh, is absolutely. in need of one. I hope to one day absolutely. only wear wigs. But she's definitely, her eyes are definitely closed. She's so expressive, though, for not having Absolutely. Any her eyebrows go up and down like one of those dots following the words on a kid's song. It's <laughs> fucking amazing. Um, so Bless her. The thing also about this documentary that is pretty crazy is that, so, okay, a little bit of the premise. So there is, and I'm not going to give you any details because I don't know him. This guy, he's a lawyer. His name's Larry. There it is. Thank you. He loves this woman. Her name is... You think I would know that? She's more important. (laughs) So they fall in love like really, really young or... I mean... Yeah, they, they kind of fall in love. He courts her, essentially. Yes. He's a lawyer. He's got a plane. He's got all this money. And she's like, yeah, all right. I'll go out with this guy. But, you know, eventually he just kind of becomes a little bit more overbearing and a little bit more crazy and trying to control her. And the story in is... slow ways. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a slow, slow, slowest of slow burns. But the story is being told by them as grown, older adults. But it also looks like they're telling this story in the same house, (laughs) in two separate rooms. Mm -hmm. And you're like, wait a minute. Just keeps following this beautiful love story. And I believe that she kind of calls it quits with him because she finds out he is married. Ladies, Mm -hmm, if mm -hmm, it's too good mm -hmm. to be true, it's because it's not true. Yeah. He's going to be married. There's going to be something wrong. He's going to save his hair clippings in a grocery bag (laughs) under his bed or keep his toenails. And you're going to find it one day. You're going to be cleaning up and you're going to find a shoebox full of Polaroids of children or some shit. If it's too good to be true, watch out. Get out of there. So she realizes he's married. This guy, since he's a lawyer, concocts paperwork that says he's getting a divorce and shows this to her. Yeah. 
So she's like, oh, well, and she's just got this great, she's just like, you know, this kind of woman. She's like, well, if he's going to get divorced, then I, that's fine. I'm going to go live my life for a couple days and then I'll be back, you know, but I'm going to go do me for a little while. You Nailed know? the voice. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Good job. So he is trying to figure out a way not to look married in front of this woman. And she, of course, this beauty bombshell, perfect woman from the 50s that all women wish they could be. Mm-hmm. Perfect eyebrows, nose, eyes, just little hippie, shapely woman doing her thing. Her mom finds out that this paperwork is not real. I love that she used her mom to find that out. Absolutely. You I think I remember the mom. number. It was like 13109. Yes. Nice. So here, you've got one with just dark eyes, dark hair, all of this. But of course, you're going to marry the blue, yeah. blue-eyed blondie on the side. He's a collector. He also isn't, th- uh, I think we should say this since we're talking about how attractive she is. I think her name so is Linda. Is it Larry is Linda, Linda. Because every time, yes, because every time they, okay, so he also owned a nightclub, okay? What girl doesn't want to date a guy that, that owns a nightclub? So great. he would have the band, and then how could you not fall in love with this guy? Play Linda every time they walk in. It's like, it's like, Goodfellas. She's mm-hmm. walking in through the, the kitchen, getting a mink on her back, getting handed a check, and like Linda, like yeah, of course you're being totally groomed. Yeah, to, he took her to the Copa too. Yeah, so he literally took her to the yeah. meeting stars. Um, yeah. Demarco um, sisters. I still gotta Google those ladies. <laughs> Keith Keith Russell. While you're listening know. to this, you should also Google the Demarco <laughs> sisters and think to Google yourself, all of this. He'll, he'll would you marry yourself. this guy? Uh, yeah, so her, her mom helped her out getting divorced. I or I'm sorry, finding out that he wasn't mm-hmm. divorced. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm really excited about that because I would definitely go straight to my mom if she had any any type of clerical skills in that area, which I think she would. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure Hardy would. Hardy would dig it oh, up. Oh, I would be quite afraid if Hardy ever found out about <laughs> anybody doing me wrong. <laughs> Oh boy! I mean, my mom's a really nice woman, but the shorter the women are, <laughs> you gotta watch out. Um, oh, I know this from experience. Thing? Yeah, short women are feisty. So she decides to break away from this guy, go her own way, and of course, in doing so, she goes like with a friend to go stay at the beach for a month. Of course, you do that in the sixties. Like of that's course. what people do. So she's beaching it up, getting just as brown as a suitcase. All these guys that look like movie stars picking her up and holding her with her legs crossed up in the air like an old poster, wearing all those old school bathing suits, yet still looking like extremely attractive, even though you know that they're your grandpa's age. Hair all swoofed up. She's having the time of her life. But then, oh, do I remember? Yes. Yeah. No, I remember. Uh, he. He gets actually divorced. What yeah. was the catalyst that he, he yeah, gets actually divorced? He actually did get he divorced. He calls her up. She's with a man, one of the beach men at that point. Beach men. I don't remember. And he, but frankly, he's not that important. Would I like to know his story? Yes. But he doesn't well, we matter. we did get a little note of his story. He went into the service. Oh, that's right. That's right. It was a Dear John type situation. Oh, I thought he just oh, like went into the surface. And, oh. Into the surface. In the into surface. the service. And she was just like... Yeah, okay, okay. So bye. we know that Linda's not the most patient Mm-mm. of souls, but, you know, and who if, is? If, look, if you look like that, you don't have to be patient. <laughs> you just do what so you gotta do. Larry comes calling again, who's actually divorced. He mm-hmm. still has a plane. He's still super rich. You know, your boyfriend that you just met on the beach for a month, which that was fun, but he's in the service now. What are you going to do? 
Um, it's, yeah, it, I, I would call this a little Dear John thing, which happens similarly to my grandmother. Uh, we'll get into that. Um, oh, uh, see, this what? is why we should remember more stuff. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is that guy that goes in the service, he proposes to her. Remember? There That's it is. why I thought it was a Dear John thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So he proposes to her. Look, guys, you just have to be patient with us. We'll get you, we'll get you all the facts. <laughs> so he proposes to her, and she goes and stays with her mom in, a, in an apartment, waiting for him to get back, as most women did at the time. My mom did it. Bless her sweetheart. She had my sister when my dad was in Vietnam. Why did I say that? I don't know. <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> I, it's just, uh, it, yeah, it was a standard, I think, yeah. for many, many years. So sweet, sweet Linda. She's hanging out probably cross-stitching or something or writing in really beautiful cursive when a knock on the door comes tap tap tapping along and she goes to open the door thinking like imagine for a second you're a beautiful young engaged woman in the 60s and you probably think oh there's someone at the door i bet it's an engagement package i bet it's going to be some some nice pillow with both of our names on it or maybe a, a his and hers towel set. Mm-hmm. Or it could be anything. I don't know. Singing telegram. It's the 60s. Oh, she sweet. opens the door and boom, lie in the face. Lie in the face. Lie in the face. I don't know if you guys, I don't know about lie, but I do know that it's poisonous and you're not supposed to touch it. This shit goes right all up in her face, in yeah. her eyeballs. If anyone's seen Fight Club, maybe you're new to documentaries. <laughs> if you've seen Fight Club. Edward Norton gets a handful of lie, you guys. It does not look fun. Yeah. That's what she got in her face. And suddenly you're like, that's why she's wearing those glasses. Well, that's why I got really scared that one time that we had an issue with our drains at the other apartment. Miss Carol just drops off a thing, a lie, and gives it to Karen. I was like, don't <laughs> give her that bottle. <laughs> oh, God. She can't be trusted with that. Oh, I mean, man. And she, she immediately Karen just set it down to the ground. I was like, good, lie. booby. <laughs> so this woman gets a face full of lie and immediately loses her sight. Yeah. Um, But I find this so crazy. Okay, guys. Why did it just get her eyes? Not any other part of her seemed to be messed up. So when you see these old pictures because of water, what? (laughs) The mixture of lye and water, so it's just concentrated? I don't know if it's It just goes into your orifices? Oh, my God, what a nightmare. Anyway, specified that. So her face that. is still gorgeous. That's the thing. She loses her eyeballs. Well, I mean, they're still in there. But are they? Yeah. I don't know. Remember, she had the one patch and she had the eye, and then okay. anyway, it doesn't All matter. Right. We don't know. Her eyes are closed. It could be like one-eyed Willie. We have no idea. <laughs> so she's beautiful still. But people suspect that he did this. Okay? People are like, remember that one woman? Oh, she was the best character. She's just like, we all knew. What was his name? I don't his name is Ed. Oh, Larry. 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 It's like, we all know that Larry did it, but we didn't want to say anything because Linda still, you know, loved him a little. And she yeah. had this very, all these people are such great characters. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, so she's still trying to go on with her life, even though he is clearly, clearly obsessed with her yeah. and goes to jail. Goes to jail. Because he, he hired, caught, got he caught hired, hiring a dude. Yeah, he hired people to do this. I think he hired two people. I think one was like the middleman mm-hmm. and another was the actual lie thrower, which if you're going to be anyone in this documentary, <laughs> don't be the lie thrower, you right. guys. 
if we learn anything from docs, you know, if you're, if you're a harder, a hardened criminal, like then, you know, more power to you, but just don't throw a lie and get caught doing it. Um, so they all, yeah, they all get busted and Larry goes to jail and she's still like, not entirely, uh, she's still kind of enamored of him. She's still kind of like, you know, she flirts with danger a little bit. I'm not sure what her deal is. I'm still, even after as many viewings as we had, as after the first viewing and talking with Amy after her viewing and then watching it together, I still don't quite get her, her jams. I don't. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the fun thing is, is that it's almost like she knows how he feels. Like for the fact that he's like, I was going to kill her and that's really hard for me. Oh, oh, really? Oh, my God. You poor fucking thing. I'm so sorry that thinking about killing the woman you love is really hard on your fucking conscience before you decide to put your head on your pillow at night. Oh, man, I can't believe I'm a it's lawyer a and I've got yourself. a plane. And, oh, man, and I really want to kill this woman I love. Like, what the hell? Oh, my God. I'm going to teach an entire orchestra to play her namesake song, but I'm going to murder the shit out of her. Like, sure. who thinks that? Sure. But the, the best part is when he was complaining the audacity of complaining about being uh, put in jail. He was picked up in a paddy wagon with no windows. This woman will never look out a window again because you paid someone to throw lie in her face. She will never see the sunset. She will never, ever see a smiling baby. She'll never see a plate of food. That she will eat again. Ever. Okay. She'll never look at a pork None chop. None of it. Not never again. see a pork chop. But okay. Larry Pugetch had to sit in a paddy wagon without any windows. Ugh, you guys. Bless his heart. He wanted to cut his wrists, he said. He wanted to. Again, he didn't <laughs> he really wanted. want to kill her. I but really he did, wanted to. But he, but he really wanted to kill himself mm-hmm. and then didn't. Mm-hmm. So, But supposedly it's because his mother beat him and he didn't cry. <laughs> so if you are ladies... This is a little disclaimer. <laughs> if you find out that, that your homeboy has been getting beat by his mom and he says he didn't cry, get the fuck out of there because you're going to get lie in the face. Lie in the face. It doesn't make him a toughie. Also, do you think hey, he at was least she's born... still thin. <laughs> she swore she was never going to go there. Yeah. Uh, do, you think... <laughs> do you think that if he was born 20 years after, though, that he would have just been like a casual lie-in-the-face guy? Or would he have been like a Jeffrey Dahmer guy? Because I, mm. I think that time makes all time the makes, difference there. Time makes a huge if, difference. If his mama hit him and he didn't cry in 1987, Look. my <laughs> God, they would find body after body after body in his basement. He would not have any, any, like, feel any repercussions or have any reservations no. about burying people under his house. Absolutely. And whereas Larry's like, oh, I gotta go sit in the back of a paddy wagon without any windows. Like, uh, oh, no. I can't believe my, my, my sock holder things have fallen down I mean, and I can't see out a window. No, if like, he was wearing corduroy pants and had one of those handlebar mustaches, he'd be killing boys left and right. <laughs> he wouldn't even bother with Linda. Oh, Just go straight for the boys. He oh, was boy. in a room the size of a cheese box. Like, what are these people saying? What is a cheese box? Well, I think it's like a bread box, but for cheese. All right. So, I love one of those. Okay, so he goes to Bellevue for a little bit. And just the thought of Bellevue, I don't know about you guys, but that makes me... Yeah, I want to go to Bellevue. Think, I mean, yeah, I want to go visit. But I mean, that that... There's half of me that is very happy that there were places like that. I wish there still were. But it also is kind of terrifying because you know that the support staff and the people that are there are not. Yeah, I don't. Psychiatry's not what it used to be. Care of your loved ones as if it was the forgotten JFK or the 
the, for the forgotten Kennedy wink. sibling. I did just wink. <laughs> oh, what was her name? Uh, she's forgotten. I don't know. Rosemary. Oh. I think that's her name. Bless her. I said that like I knew it, but I think that's it. Um, okay. I mean, it's, it's a, you know, people get nostalgia over stuff just because time has passed, but it doesn't make it like right. a better time. <sighs> I don't know. I've, I'm curious about that place. Uh, we, we could go down many avenues with, with psychiatry and, and especially with docs. Maybe we can find some cool, badly done YouTube documentaries on Bellevue. Or rewatch Geraldo going into Cropsey. So after we see this entire story, oh, inside note, if you've not ever seen Geraldo go see Cropsey, oh my God, get ready to watch Geraldo do anything. Hold your own chest for a little bit. Okay, so we find out all this whole story. We see their loves, their loves sprouting and 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 dropping. And, and then lying. Lying <laughs> and then growing back again from above of lie. So, though, as, as she's basically saying, you know, and I, I started talking to him because he kept, that's right, he kept writing letters to her. Just like, Linda, I can't live without you. I will not live without you. I need you. All this kind of stuff. She's kind of, so she just is kind of like, well, I guess I'll give him another chance. Like, what? She's traveled the world. She's a little jet setter with a little pants suits, just ugh, doing everything that anybody would want to do while being blind. I want to do what she's doing. Painfully blind. She's yeah. painfully blind. So as she t- says that she's basically going to take him back, she slowly pulls up a mug and takes a sip out of this mug that says <laughs> number one lawyer or like number one with a heart and a lawyer. <laughs> like... <laughs> what that was the moment that i thought i was losing my mind because it's like that's that's when all of a sudden everything just spun around and the two needles pointed at each other when it was like these two people are in the same house <laughs> these two people are still together <laughs> this guy lied her face and they're in the same house yep. how does this happen so she yeah she's just sipping like number one lawyer because if you didn't remember he's a lawyer so that's probably his mug or something so, the filmmakers like placed three mugs in front of her, and that was one of them, and that's the one she chose to drink. From. <laughs> they just like put a bunch. She'll reach out. She'll find one. So whichever one closest to you. She, I'm gonna drink from Larry's mug. And he's like I, in, in the exact same room, probably. I don't like Larry today, but I might like him tomorrow. Oh, that's actually a quote that I wrote down. She says <laughs> he sucks right now. Mm-hmm. What? He didn't just suck right now. Hired a man. Um, you know, I guess that's a real true testament of old school relationships. You, you've learned to forgive and forget. Mm-mm. She even said, I learned to accept it. It kind of makes me wonder what kind of shit was going down with relationships back in the day. Like one of our, our grandparents could have been murderers. We don't know. Sure. It's like the keepers. Sure. They kept that shit the whole time. The Keepers is another documentary that I highly suggest that you watch. That's on Netflix. Docu-series. Thank you, Rebecca. Yes, you're So look, that one, don't worry. We will talk about that in length at some other time. But people hold on to shit for a really long time, and you have no idea what kind of shit they got into. It's, it's, It's scary. You could know somebody your entire life and find out in your 70s that they killed someone. You don't know. Yeah. I could you kill really don't know. You don't know. I guess in a way, it's better that Larry did it to her face. <laughs> Lied to her face, if you will. <laughs> yes. 
gather. Uh, wow. Better, well, better that than, again, like 20 years later, 10 years later even, just, you know, he might have grown up in a different time and just buried a bunch of people under his floorboards. You don't know. Well, back then, though, you could get away with those kind of jokes. Hence my favorite that I wrote down. <laughs> Except when I get home, my wife... Oops, I wrote... I said it wrong. Hold on. You say I've got penmanship. I can't read it. Except when I get my wife home, there might be another sexual assault on me. That is a direct quote <laughs> from that piece of shit. Larry Pugich. Pugach? Pugich? Pugow. Pugash. Pugow. Pugow. P-U-G-A-U-G-H. The second half of the name is silent. But he's a piece yeah, of shit. So he's... And in, in case you didn't get that, I think he's talking about having sexual relations with her when they get home. Yeah. She won't see it coming. No. <laughs> oh, this is incorrect, and I apologize for any of you out oh, there. poor Linda. That have uh, special ties to her. So, um, <laughs> The Pukic family. Some real hard-hitting questions that I want to ask is, how does she know what she's wearing? Her outfits are perfect. They match perfectly. She's got a lot of friends in that dock. I think they all yeah. still help her, probably. Her wigs are on point. Her glasses are on point. Does she just say, I need somebody to go out and find me some cat eyes? And then they just come back with a basket, and she just reaches in it like the mugs. I, I don't <laughs> she understand. Just well, the cat eyes she could feel, but yeah, prints and mashing <laughs> and things. I don't know. She's she's dressed to the nines for the fact that she can't see any of it. Well, and the music towards the end of this documentary started changing it into this light-hearted rom-com love story, like we didn't just see something <laughs> unimaginable happen. Like, I have forgiven some people. I've forgiven some lovers. I have, believe it or not. There's not just cold water running through these veins. (laughs) I have forgiven some people. But how? How? Yeah. How do you let that pass? I mean, I've I've got a couple theories. One, that she realized the money that she'd be able to be taken care of. Which was more, I mean, it's always important, but it's yeah. definitely more important back then. Because let's be fair, now. what a woman, what, what is a woman going to do back then? Yeah. Learn to type? <laughs> she can't type. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or B, you know, he is a rascal in the sack. Just, but I mean. He could be like Larry, Gary, Jerry, Gergich. With Chrissy Brinkley. And just have the biggest It's unexplained how he has. Ever seen. Oh, yeah. I always we forget. We always forget that. See? We always forget it's that little tidbit. It's a real quiet moment that mm. he's had the biggest penis that doctor's ever seen. Yeah, he couldn't even check him out. <laughs> so. Or she really did love him. <sighs> even so. Because, like, today, all right. we're warned. We're like, no, no, no. If he puts his hands on you once, he's going to put his hands on you again. If he throws lie in your face once, he might do it a second time. Lie once. My bad. No, <laughs> you're bad. Live twice. My bad. There we go. Oh, that doesn't even feel good. That doesn't even feel good to make fun of it. <laughs> oh. No, I mean that. Those are those are solid theories, though. I think it's probably a combination of loving him and not not wanting to. You know, people don't want to let go of love, but they also don't want to say that they're wrong. And also, she's a woman, and her decision is very different from his, and especially in that time. She had to. But she also seemed in control. Towards the end of this documentary, like I said, during the rom-com happy times when she's just like, he sucks right now as she eats breakfast in a restaurant that he helped her in and out of. She seems like the one that's in control. Yeah. So it's almost like if she just gave up, 
and became his that he would treat her great forever. Like it just, I don't know. Yeah. I cannot wrap my brain around this. And the, the situation that I was in after I finished this documentary the first time, I was so confused that I didn't know what to do. And Netflix, <laughs> when it suggests things for you to watch afterwards, sometimes it doesn't make any sense. And sometimes you're like, thank you. Yes, I'm going to need that. So it suggested uh, letters to Zachary from a father or whatever that. God. If you want to, we're never going to talk about that one, No, by the way. Nope. And if you ever want to watch it, good luck. Get your hankies and get ready to want to call your dad because <laughs> that documentary is the saddest, twistiest, craziest doc. And then after that, it was like suggesting the Tina Brandon story. And so that night, crazy love. Letters to Zachary, Tina Brandon. I think I slept for three days after that documentary and I, I didn't know what to do. I was like, the world is a terrible place. You watch them back to back. People are so mean and the world is awful. I don't want to live here anymore. It's pretty bad. Yeah. I think I watched Letters to Zachary in your living room in your apartment on Addison. You and Karen were fast asleep. We had been out the night before, as we do. It was a weekend, whatever. And I just was, like, curled up in a sleeping bag and was just like, I'm going to watch a doc. Again, I can't help it. When I wake up too early, I just want truth, you guys, at 6 in the morning. Right. And I think you both came out to use the bathroom at some point, And I was trying to hide, like, soft sobs that you under, were crying. under a pillow. And you're like, what are you laughing at? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm not dying. Laughing, I'm dying. Don't. I'm well, never going to talk about so that. So this is a disclaimer I think that you all should know about. You can't just pick the doc from the artwork you can't just pick the doc because you know the story. You have to be willing to watch something that might upset you. You have to be willing to watch something that you may not agree with. And you have to be willing to understand someone else's point of view. That is what's most important because not every documentary is going to make you feel like you can change the world. But most of them make you at least feel like you're somewhat a better person if you watch ones that involve murder yeah or mm-hmm. you know sadness you and feel heartache. like you're doing something even yeah it, it yeah it may not inspire you to do something more but it may make you feel like well i'm living my best life or at right? the very least i learned something that i didn't know i mean existed. i'd be with a lawyer that's got a plane but i got my eyeballs <laughs> eat that linda oh. she's on sally jesse Raphael. i don't know right He's not the best today, but maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah, I feel like, you know, she lived she lived through a lot of different uh like civil rights, but also women's rights. So maybe now the table shifted and she's like, Well, I'll just stay with him because now I can get him to take the check and not feel bad about it. I don't know. Linda Linda Pugich will never know what your motives are. Yeah. So even if you haven't seen it after listening to this, uh, I applaud <laughs> you for doing that. Um because we didn't cover half of the juicy tidbits. Yeah, that still are watch it. It's still it's a really presented, well presented film. Absolutely, um, and we would like you uh, to go and watch a doc sometime, and maybe just maybe you might have watched the one that we'll be talking about because mm-hmm. we're just gonna keep doing it. Yeah, because we don't care days. about what anybody else is doing. No, nope. we just care about what we're doing because we're selfish. Because we're twenty seventeen women. better off than Linda Pugich (laughs) okay everybody thank you so much for listening this has been Rebecca Guerra and Amy Cooey and we've been Doc Hard 
If you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And check out other podcasts on the Universe Head Network.